Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about how to reduce our energy footprint and one of the obstacles to doing so. Energy consumption per capita in the U.S. and Canada is among the highest in the world. While our homes have become more energy efficient, we still have a long way to go. One ideal is the so-called zero-energy footprint home. These homes not only lead the way in terms of energy efficiency, they also produce enough energy to cover their consumption needs over an annual basis. All of this comes at a price. The cost of building such a home is definitely higher than vanilla stick-built construction. Since housing affordability is one of the most important issues in our communities, the idea of spending even more is outrageous to some people. One of the leaders in green technology and clean tech is a gentleman named Vinod Kosla. I met Vinod back in the 1980s. He was the founder of Sun Microsystems in Silicon Valley. His company created some of the greatest breakthroughs in computing technology dating back to the 1980s. His company has since been acquired by Oracle and he runs a venture capital firm called Kosla Ventures. He has a very pragmatic view of green technology. If the technology requires a government subsidy to be viable, it's not that interesting to him. If it requires massive investments in infrastructure, it's not interesting. Your Toyota Prius or your Tesla reduces greenhouse gas emissions by a tiny micro fraction of a percentage. And until you come up with a technology that will convince the low-income family in China or the single mother in New Delhi to stop cooking dinner on an open-air fire using two bricks of coal, we're going to struggle to make headway in our global environmental challenge. The obstacles that make pollution the path of least resistance need to be removed. On today's show, we're talking about one of those challenges. This is the story of Brad McLaughlin. He's a home builder in New Brunswick, Canada, who built a zero-footprint home in 2017. His certified net-zero home has maxed out energy efficiency. The house is insulated with concrete walls. It has triple-glazed windows and 44 solar panels and a backup rechargeable battery system. On a sub-zero winter afternoon, it is still sending excess energy back into the provincial power grid. Those credits are used back on the coldest days or at night when the solar system is not generating power. But the three-bedroom, two-bath home stubbornly refuses to sell. It's been on and off the market since 2017. Starting out, Mr. McLaughlin's asking price was $695,000. By May of 2019, he lowered it to $570,000. And this week, he put the two-story house back on the market at $495,000. According to Mr. McLaughlin, the cost of the home is about 15% higher compared with hard construction of a comparable stick-built home. The problem appears to be financing. Appraisers don't know how to model a high-efficiency home compared with a regular home. They see the comparable sales in the neighborhood, they see the comparable construction costs in the area, and they don't recognize the lower cost of ownership associated with a zero-footprint home. Their financial model assumes the energy consumption will be the same as a conventional home, and the purchase and sale price would be identical to any other home in the area. The lenders also impose additional stress tests on borrowers, which makes the process of qualifying for a larger loan more difficult. Simply put, the home is priced out of the market and no lenders will construct a financial model that makes a zero footprint home financially feasible for the average person. Now, high racial mortgages in Canada are funded by the Canada Mortgage Housing Corporation. This quasi-government entity is similar to HUD in the U.S. or Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. Under the new government program for energy-efficient homes, the mortgage insurer has offered a 15% discount on the mortgage insurance premium in order to make these homes more affordable. But frankly, this is equivalent to reducing the interest rate by less than two-tenths of a percentage point. 
hardly enough to move the needle for anyone. The problem isn't the interest rate. Interest rates are already at historic lows. The problem is in recognizing the value of the property for the purpose of loan qualification. The technology for Zero Footprint is here. It's a little expensive, but not dramatically out of line. Here's the problem. Home prices in my area have gone up 19% in less than a year. Appraisers and lenders are happy to recognize a 19% increase as perfectly normal in a market, and lenders are willing to lend against it. But a 15% increase in the cost in order to create a zero footprint home is way offside. There's a certain silliness that allows a price increase of 8%, 15%, or 19% in a single year to be perfectly okay if it's driven by market forces. But the construction of infrastructure that will make a home zero footprint for the life of the home is not considered to be a legitimate part of the home value. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.